The Wedding Thinners podcast. Listen to our podcast. The buffet's closed. We're smaller clothes. All right, welcome to uh, the Wedding Thinners. Um, I think I can't remember, but I think this is what's this like episode six. Adam is nodding at me. Thank you, Adam. It is episode six of The Wedding Thinners. Still no Richie Coops Cooper. Where is Richie Coops Cooper? He's working hard, I think. Um, so we're hoping to have him back in the studio sometime soon. But the guy is working like an utter machine um, at the moment, doing all of his deliveries, doing his rounds. Um, but joining us uh, in the studio, socially distanced, because we are now on lockdown. By the way, the MU says it's okay for studios to run, so we're all cool. We are all legit and legal. Um, we have uh, Toby Hawkins, Hello. also known as Pedestrian Zero, singer songwriter all round nice lovely chap um he's cut all of his hair off so i didn't really recognize him <laughs> did. Uh, at first i lost all my strength as well you did yeah nightmare. you did it is a nightmare uh, and also joining us uh, physically uh, in person is sam supple uh, producer film director um documentary maker all round superb creative um and these two are going to join us and have a chat in the studio today but also joining us virtually um is kevin hill jr uh, the the fantastically beautiful performer. Uh, what would you call yourself, Kevin? <laughs> well, first of all, I want to know you calling me beautiful. Is that because you can't see me? Yes, one. I should add at this point that Kevin is actually uh, in his uh, country estate uh, in Sandringham, um, <laughs> where where he lives. Is it next door to the Queen. Is that right? Is that where you live? Is that... That's the right. Yeah, yeah she's just uh, she's just left. Just come around with some milk. Has she? She's putting the washing sugar. out. Nice, nice, okay. Old Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Kevin's recording remotely today. Um, and so, therefore, we're really appreciative that you're joining us sort of virtually. So, um, oh, Thanks for having me. No, that's all right, mate. We've, we've got a lot of stories to tell. And, uh, and Toby, you're going to do some tunes for us a little bit later on as well. For sure. Is that cool? Yeah, that's great. All right, well, we'll get cracking on. Um, first of all, I want to start with you, Kevin, uh, if that's cool. Um, yep. I, I'd like to know a little bit about how, uh, how lockdown's treating you um, and how it's sort of treated and sort of maybe... Um, how it's impacted on you because you you are well prior to all of this COVID malarkey you you were one of the hardest working guys that uh, that I knew you know always out always working always gigging always you know um, you know putting it all together so what's been happening for you mate what's the what's the situation it's, it's amazing how Facebook can make you look so busy can't it because <laughs> uh, I, I think to be honest to be completely honest it was sort of looking like one of the worst years I was ever going to have. Um, as far as my diary was was concerned, so I, like lockdown didn't it didn't really affect me that much. Right. Anything that was um, work wise, I mean, anything that was uh, affected by by COVID's been postponed. I haven't had to give anyone any money back. I've seen lots of horror stories of people having to um, uh, pay refunds and, and lots of people questioning. They didn't know what you know they were entitled to. Yeah, they what could, the situation keep was. Apart. I think there was a lot of. Um, confusion going on you know we've never been in a situation like this no. um so I, it was kind of like i knew i've got to do something here because um you know singing's not it's this it's not happening so i managed thankfully to to get a job straight away delivering um for waitrose right so you know completely different it's been a long time since i've had to do one of them, you know, proper job things. <laughs> um, a proper job. A but, viable uh, job, you mean? <laughs> well, yeah. But it, it, it's, it's been okay, you know. I, I, I miss performing. Yeah. I don't miss the stress of um, <laughs> worrying whether I've got enough dates in my diary. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, it's not affected me too much. 
Well, that's good. And what about from a mental point of view? Because, I mean, I don't know about uh, anyone else in the studio, but for me, um, mental health point of view, I mean, uh, to get out and gig and to get out and perform, I, I didn't really realise it until we did lockdown and stopped completely. I didn't realise how how much of a big thing that was for me, sort of dealing with my mental health and just, you know, just being me. Um, yeah. So, I mean, how are you... I mean, you, you, you play, you write a lot, I know, you record a lot, Toby, so what, how's it impacted on you with that sense? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been pretty terrible um, at getting gigs generally, but we've we did the recording thing was was kind of the the main uh, thrust of of what we were we were doing for for years anyway. So um, and I've actually been able to to do a lot of that, and I've been doing quite a lot of writing as well. Um, I joined um, uh, with a friend of mine, Jack, who we we used to run an open mic, and we started a podcast over lockdown, and like we just kind of. Yeah, um, we also he started a songwriter circle, so there was a bunch of us. Right, <laughs> I was anyone in there. There's me in the UK. Um, there was a lady in the States, and then the rest of them were Australian. So it's kind of a weird. Um, the time difference thing is a bit weird, but um, but yeah. So we like just um, give like there were prompts, and you write a song. Um, it's a collaborative effort. Can't, well, um, in t- well, not actually writing collaboratively yet. That, that is on the cards. I right. thought that was a suggestion. But um, yeah, just like, ju- like judging, like you know, um, appraising. A- yeah, 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 giving each other helpful feedback and say like, oh, you could work on this, or you could nice. you know change this sort of thing. Oh, so that's actually, good. So you've still got something that you're working on. Yeah, as a creative project. It, I mean, yeah, it was slightly frustrating because um, I was hoping this year to go out a lot more, and I'd started. Like literally the weekend before um, lockdown, we went on um, uh, BBC Radio Kent, and you played Keys, yeah, beautifully. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then the, the and the Friday that weekend, I'd played um, at Hundred of Who, and then I played in Rochester on the Sunday. So I was thinking, oh man, I'm starting yeah. to get gigs. I had yeah. another gig lined up in Folkestone. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get on it this year and actually be good at getting gigs. Well, that uh, was my your <laughs> your <apart. laughs> your session during that day, and then I had a gig in the evening. That was my last gig before yeah, lockdown. That was, and yeah. then I think one. I think after that, I think when things started to calm down and get a bit no- more normal, dare I say normal, because there is no normal at the moment, mm. uh, I think it was August by the time I had the next thing. So yeah. it was a real, like, and it was such a sudden drop. Yeah, and I, th- and I think in terms of mental health, it's it's, it's one of those ones to just keep... Because um, we, cause, um, I've um, I've got a wife and two children, um, and, yeah, we all had our days of just melting down, <laughs> you know, yeah. like... Um, how did you deal with that? Like you're for yourself. I think a lot of it is just um talking about it as much as you can. Um and uh being quick to acknowledge where I've not been great. <laughs> yeah. Um but similarly also, you know, being quite forgiving like within that kind of em- environment because it yeah. I mean, I, I tended to because I work from home anyway, so I, you know, it's not really changed that much in that sense. But you don't realise like the impact of all of the sudden things you wouldn't weren't necessarily doing, but now yeah, you can't do. You can't do. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think yeah, for me, mental health wise, um, I think it's it's a question of just keep talking and keep you know, ch- you know, yeah, checking in with yourself as much as anything, and then yeah. also checking in um, obviously with other people. Yeah, with so. your mates as well. <laughs> I think yeah. that's, that's definitely the answer. And what about for you, Sam? Because I, I presume, did you have much uh, on the cards being 
Yeah, I think um, it wasn't it Waterstones at the beginning of the year they had all these diaries, 2020, the best year yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for a lot of people, it, it was going to be. I mean, just before lockdown, I just um, signed a contract to go and work on a BBC news show called The Travel Show, right? which as a filmmaker was great. I was going to be jetted off all around the world making, you know, all these little documentaries from all these different countries. Then all of a sudden lockdown happened and that's the last thing in the world that anyone's going to want is a travel journalist. <laughs> uh, and then it sort of progressively um worse is a strong word but shows that i was working on were starting to get cancelled but i think you know with everything that society wants you to think and wants you to do it makes it a very negative experience but i think there's a lot of positives as well mm-hmm. um you guys were saying about podcasts and podcasts coming out in really new different interesting ways yeah people really sort of embracing the technology and a new sort of form of creativity. There's a really good documentary make. If no one's heard of him, they should check him out. It's called Adam Curtis. And he did an interview on the Russell Brand podcast last year. And he said, the old is dead and the new is yet to be born. We're at this really weird cusp time. And that has really resonated in my head, especially this year, that the old ways are dying and the new ways are being born. And I think in a way we've got to embrace that as well yeah, and re- not hold on so yeah, tight to things re- that have been we're having to reinvent the, the sort of wheel in some respects aren't we from a and you see it with a lot of live music shows that they, you know they're they're thinking about you know how, how soon can we get back into doing that but they're, they're trying to think of creative ways of doing that now and i you know i, I get a lot of emails saying oh so and so is going to stream a live show um soon and streaming has been has been a massive thing hasn't it? it's really taken off for people online as well mm. um so yeah i completely agree with you that it kind of it, we're now at a point where we should reevaluate and think okay this is this is all the new stuff that could come from it we definitely need to try and see some positives yeah someone once said um there's great opportunity in crisis yeah so you've definitely got to look yeah. at it that way oh, otherwise man, it's all a bit plenty. depressing yeah <laughs> absolutely you've got to keep seeing the positives 100 percent. do you guys find it hard not to get a bit anxious i, I don't know how to get around this but like anxious that you're missing like because everything's you know all this new stuff is happening like i'm like oh what do i need to be doing it's like just you know, I don't yeah. know. yeah yeah I, definitely I, I think i think you've just got to but that would be the same if there wasn't a global yeah, pandemic true, going on true. like i think you just need to sort of from my perspective what i'm trying to do is to say okay i'm gonna do a podcast yeah you know and that that's really uh, when when lockdown one happened uh it was um I was phoning all my mates saying, do you want to just do a, like, a remote collaboration? Yeah. Just for fun, yeah, yeah. just to do something. And it was actually my wife, I think, to, to probably save her um, going absolutely insane with me, <laughs> me being quite probably difficult at home. She said, look, take this, this corner of the room, that be your, you know, set your piano up, set your stuff up. Yeah. And that, that was definitely the, the start of me sort of being able to settle into something, a routine. And I've learned a lot about myself, as I think we probably all have mm-hmm. um, during this moment in time. And, and actually what I've learned is I, I have to be busy. Yeah. You know, I find it really difficult just to sit down and to do, be doing nothing. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. I suppose it's also that space to a certain degree that we've been afforded that allows a bit more self-reflection than than possibly is normally possible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you mentioned your podcast. I was going to ask you, what, what's it called? What's it about? What's... <laughs> we, well, because, um, so my recording name is Pedestrian Zero. So we called it, um, I, we were, fl- fl- I was just setting up account, random accounts with every single podcasting website out there. And so I just needed something to put in. So I was just putting P0Dcast. Um, and, it, it was me and Jack, um, but it kind of ended up being under the pedestrian zero sort of thing. And I have done a couple of podcasts just um, without Jack because just it was time different stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's called the 
the P zero D cast, or um, Jack started calling it the Purd cast because it's the the Swedish ah, the, the Swedish Purd. O with the O's at the Purd cast. Oh, nice. So, um, but yeah, that. like yeah, I think if you search uh, Pedestrian Zero on Spotify and stuff, but we were doing a live, um, mostly live podcast. So, what is it about your, your book, the so music? We, we yeah, so we're going about with this songwriting thing because me and Jack have always over the years just been talking about songwriting together like it's just a constant um, thing so we were like well it makes sense to just talk about that and so we were getting we started off just the two of us just playing each uh, playing songs for each other and just chatting about the songs how we write and all those sorts of things um, and then we were getting guests on as well um, to play uh, the songs they'd written and we'd, we'd discuss about that as well so we did and we did seven I think it was 17 episodes and we called that a season and then um, we we we're we're still working on everything's just gone a bit crazy since September to be honest for both of us so we're working on getting back into that we actually are to, this evening we're doing a pre-recorded uh podcast because uh, it's 5 years since um my band Ruse Radio released our album oh, so cool. we're going to we're getting the band back together and we're getting the band little, back together <laughs> <laughs> and a little chat about uh about recording that album and and stuff so there, yeah there will be some more content but yeah it's it's trying to balance Everything, you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> and it's actually. I mean, I, I, I mean, I listened to podcasts, but I never really considered making a podcast until. <laughs> I mean, it was only. It was quite a quick turnaround, wasn't it, Adam? I mean, I, I spoke to Richie, <laughs> and Richie spoke to you, and I think within about two weeks of that, me sort of saying, "Richie, do you want to get involved?" He'd spoken to you about about it. And you were like, "Oh, Tom, I'll get involved," and then we very quickly we were recording a podcast. Yeah, you know, we had a name, we had a logo, and so it's kind of taken off um, quite quickly, and it's definitely keeping my mind active. Yeah. So I, I, at the moment. I did a gig just before lockdown two was announced, um, and I realised how much I'm missing gigging. But and I am definitely, definitely missing gigging. But actually, this is definitely creative, um, keeping the creative beast at bay. Yeah, uh, you know, or at least busy. It's so, really enjoyable. You mentioned uh, there's a really good podcast which um, I, I have. I got my phone out not to just text and ignore you whilst you were talking. <laughs> then, but you were mentioning about the musicality um, of your podcast, and you know, I know from listening to it previously, you sort of you dissect songs and yeah. sort of. Like the writing process. There's yeah. a really good new one coming out called the Soundstring Podcast, um, okay. which you should check out. Yeah, it's yeah, released definitely. on the 10th of November, um, and it's uh, created by an amazing um, musician who I've been fortunate to work with called Tommy Andrews. Soundstring. Um, uh, yeah, Soundstring, I, cool, I, I would totally, totally check it out if you if you can. And he's, his his idea is he's going to get composers mm. who, like yourself, oh, have written original yeah. music. Yeah. They're going to choose a few of their tracks and they're going to literally dissect it. Um, they're going to explain how it went from the idea in the head to uh, yeah. the music on the you know on the paper and on you know and on the door as it were <laughs> so yeah cool kevin i realize that uh, i don't know if you can still hear us but we i realize you're welcome to interject whenever you like oh so i'm enjoying listening oh okay cool you're okay what are you doing down there are, are you how are you keeping busy whilst you're just sitting there are you just chilling in your pants <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i've taken them off oh now. oh dear um just getting very comfy uh <laughs> no i'm just sat in my chair um Looking at the blank screen um, and enjoying enjoying listening to everyone else. Well, let's go. Uh, let's go back to you. And, and, and I know one of the reasons that um, you were quite keen to come on today was to talk about um, the weight uh, thing for you, and that's certainly where um, we've had discussions in the past, haven't we? So, like, t- Kevin, just yes. talk to us a little bit about your relationship with food and sort of weight and fitness and and stuff like that. Talk, talk us through that. Mate. Yeah. Well, like um, a lot of good relationships, it's based on love um, for food. <laughs> Hell yeah. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, I I love my food, and it's been a big, um, well, I suppose, problem, <laughs> really. Right, it, and it is a problem. And uh, like I, I yo-yo a lot, um, and to to quite an extreme. Sort of on average, 
I will go between, I'll sort of lose and then gain um, anything from sort of three to five stone, maybe twice a year. Right. That's quite, that's quite a lot. And um, I can lose it really, really quickly if I put my mind into it. Yeah. But I can put it on um, at least just as quick. And it's, um, it's no good. You know, it's been handy for certain uh, little film projects. I do a little bit of acting as well. Um, you know, that's, that's, it, it's been handy for that, but from a health point of view, it's, it's obviously not good mm. to, to do that frequently and to that extreme. Well, I some of these movies, you know, like Christian Bale, I mean, Jesus Christ, what that guy puts. <laughs> yeah, and boxer, I was thinking boxer, actually, when you said about able to put it on and take it off as well. Right, yeah, yeah, um, like, like Ricky Hatton yeah. would, would uh, balloon up in between, in between fights, yeah. and um, I think any of them will tell you that that's probably like the worst thing. Um, that 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 you can you can do. Does it ever sort of? And, do you find that there's a trigger for it coming back on? Because I mean, I've seen you when you've been on it 100 percent, and like the work mm. you do in the gym, and I think you were working with a PT for some time, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, so the the lot that was nearly two years, or yeah, about two years ago now, I was probably at my peak sort of physical condition, and I really felt positive because before before that I'd done. Um, like quite a few of them sort of diet things, and I've done like weight, uh, Cambridge weight plan, and um, you know all, all sorts of slim fast type type thing. In fact, what I like about I haven't done slim fast um, because I, I'd already done a few similar diets, and I, I I struggled to then do the same thing. Right. I, I feel like uh, I've Is done, slim fast I, the one I with wanna, the shakes. What do you mean, uh, Slimming World? Sorry, I'm talking about yeah. Sorry, oh, right, Slimming okay. World is yeah. one that I haven't done only because I've done something similar before, and I felt like oh, I don't, I've done that. I, I'm not going to be committed. I need something, something, something new, else. something that's going to uh, grab my attention, and 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 um, I feel like I'm, and I'm very, I'm very all or nothing. Yeah, which is also why I I, I put on so much and lose mm. um, so much. But with the with the gym, I was in a good place. Um, mentally, I was in a, I was in a very happy place, happy time of my life. Um, that helped, and, and and going to the gym and exercising, uh, combined with eating the right food, that was the I had the most sort of like longevity of, of being healthy, mm. rather than doing a quick diet and losing like I don't know, like a stone in a week or something, and, and then <laughs> the following week putting it all back on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like I, I'd I'd have. I used to do like a Michael Bublé tribute until it got to the point where I looked more like I'd eaten Michael Bublé. <laughs> and um, I, 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 it would be like a week before the gig. I think oh, I'm never going to get in that suit. Yeah. So I'd, I'd diet for the week, you know, I'd, I'd yeah. drop a stone, go and do the gig, and then I'd, I'd put it all in, on again by, by the end of the week. But with the gym and, and eating well, it was just, um, I felt so much better. And it, I was quite unlucky with that. I, from out of nowhere, after about six months um, of, of solid it was probably about a year in total, but six months of, you know, really um, knuckling down on what I needed to do and understanding what I was doing, understanding how the body works, how food works, how training certain parts of your body um, work, different sort of exercises. Um, I, from out of nowhere, I, I got gout. Oh, right, I, I remember, any, yeah. anyone's ever had it. It's horrific, horrific pain. And I've had it before... If I've been mistreating my body, you know, I, I would get it, and I I go, yeah, all right, yeah, I'm probably due. I probably am due. That'd be fair because I've been eating rubbish for for so long or drinking far too much. But this was really um, very upsetting because I, I'd put so much hard work in 
to looking after myself. So I couldn't train and I could hardly move. Um, and I thought, well, I'll just stick to eating, eating right and try and stay healthy because I, I, I won't be able to go to the gym. And I managed that for maybe a month and, mm. and I, it, it didn't go. I, I, never, I never got rid of it. And then I ended up with it in both, both feet. You know, I couldn't even limp. Um, it, so, it, yeah, that, that, that was the end of that. Once the, the pain had started to go, and I'd seen a doctor and sort of I'd, I'd lost interest in... Um, yeah, in, in until next time almost. Yeah, it took me almost a year to get to get back to the gym properly. I would dabble here and there, mm. but I've never... I haven't... Yeah, so it's been two years and I've, I've not... Um, it's so disheartening when you do the right thing, isn't it? And, and you get that's beat right, up and yeah. you still get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, does yeah. that resonate with anyone else in the studio? Like anything that he said about his his yo-yoing and sort of going up or fitness and stuff. Yeah, really having to try new things all the time. It's like you don't want to retread old ground uh, with mm. different fitness plans and different sort of healthy eating plans. Yeah, even if something's really worked for you in the past, it's a bit like it's part of that process and right, a word that. you don't like journey yeah. that you want something new. I'm over that. I'm over that now. I'm over that. It is a good word, I must admit. And it is such an apt word as well. It does make sense. So I'm over that. I sound a bit silly saying that all the time. Now. Life is a journey. Oh, don't do that. It's true. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, you were saying, mate. Yeah, so it's just wanting to retread the old ground. And it's weird because we all seem to be in that same boat and it's not really spoken about. And you've got to think, there's a lot of people that make a lot of money putting people on different diets, different regimes, mm. but it's really having that conversation with yourself sometimes and finding what's good for you and yeah. having really realistic expectations and think, okay, yeah, I'm never going to be, you know, um, might be more Chris Pratt Parks and Recreations than Chris Pratt Guardian of the Galaxy, but somewhere <laughs> a little bit in yeah. between might yeah. work for you yeah. more than always thinking, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, which has been my downfall in the past right. and not getting there quick enough. I think that's that uh, the whole quick enough thing is, is, is key and certainly was key for me. Was uh, you, know, you just want results, don't you? Mm. Um, and you just want it to happen. Mm. And I suppose... To some extent, you've got to do all that hard work, and it, it just uh, what I've realised and accept now is it's just going to take time, um, and there will be weeks where maybe I put on a pound, or there may be weeks where I lose a pound, um, and you know, recently I've been putting on and then losing, putting on and then losing. I sort of I, I'm more willing and more able now to. I mean, this was something I struggled with was like I would beat myself up about not achieving what I wanted to achieve that week, which in every other facet of my life. I'm really laid back. Yeah. Um, but when it came to this, I think because I knew it was it was important and I wanted to do it for my sake and for the you know for my kids for my family because I want to be around as as long as I can be you know I yeah. want to be immortal basically, <laughs> um, which I think is doable. Um, so yeah, I, I I was beating myself up about uh, about that, um, but it, and it's taken a long time to teach myself. I think. I think it might be new, Sam, as sort of explaining that sort of the mental side of uh, that little. What was it you call it? Oh yeah, it's the trickster. The little trickster. But there's little ways to see that if the trickster's there or not. It, it's a bit like if someone takes a photograph of you. If someone gets their phone out, it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to get a photo of you if it's a you know something happening. And in your head, all of a sudden, you feel at the back of it. Oh God, what am I going to look like in this? What am I going to look like? And it doesn't. You could look so great in that photo. You will look at that photo, and before you've even seen it, you You're think, like, oh. oh my God. But then. 
do something. Wait another six weeks and look at that photo again. Yeah. And a lot of the time, you'll think, actually, I didn't look as bad. Because you're so beating yourself up for where you are six weeks in the future. What I find fascinating is that it affects us all in such a different like manner. I mean, that somebody takes a photo of me, it's very rare that I'll be like, very rare. Um, There are one or two occasions, and I, you know, I totally get that. But I just find, like, for me, it's just, um, it's like, it, it seems to be. I'm, I'm losing weight. I want to lose weight. That's got to be the thing. But anything else, I don't know why it's always it always um, focuses itself on my weight. But I don't know. You, you are right. We're all different beasts, really, aren't we? And there's, a, there's another trick I've noticed that my head does with me sometimes. It's reflections, you know. Sometimes you'll be on a, a tube train or, or something like that and you'll catch a sight in the mirror and you'll see yourself and you might think, ugh. But then I actually caught my brain out once and, and I was looking in the reflection in my periphery vision thinking, oh God. And then I'd, I'd realised it was an inanimate object that my brain was picking up on. I was like, caught you out there. <laughs> I get that, yeah, like the reflection thing. Like like in my head, like I'm thinking, oh, I'm looking really cool. And then I, you know, I catch myself in the reflection. It's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> but it, it, that's not what anyone else is thinking. Do you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's just, it's you, isn't it? Like, I find like with the... Um, the yo-yoing, and I mean, I don't, I have no scientific knowledge here, so this might be absolute bollocks. But it's been, in, I've been interesting, been interested in the idea that actually, like this cyclical um, thing that we go through, um, like because obviously, um, you know, uh, for women, like with with the, um, the periods and stuff like that, you know, there's this idea of this monthly, you know, cycle, cycle. That we go through, and it affects the mood and stuff like that. But I'm starting to feel like I have. The, the same thing like right. and like i mean I, I no science to this at all but i do notice there are weeks where i'm mu- you know much more likely to you know overeat and and drink too much and stuff like that and mm. and i don't know like as well but when you're trying to reach a goal like you that doesn't come into account does it that no. oh maybe i'm maybe this is actually you know that's actually one of the things that the lady who runs my um <clears throat> excuse me the, the the group that i go to she you know she's often made that point about you know, you will go through phases. She refers to yeah. it as, uh, and it, it, you know, again, like it, it does make sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a reason why this week I felt like I just wanted to eat crap food all week. Yeah, you know, maybe it's because we've just started lockdown too. Everyone's a bit fed up, a bit like, yeah, what's the point? But um, I, I mean, I definitely noticed that there's there, there does tend to be a, a week in a, in a, sort of on a monthly basis where mm. I'm just feeling completely blank and like just like. Oof. I can't be bothered with anything at all. Lethargy. And, yeah, and 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 that's like, and that's when I just you know find myself in the kitchen just like you know, crisps. Yeah, sandwich, toast, bread, bread toast, toast. Oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. it's strange. You enter like a trance, isn't <laughs> you it? You do, yeah. and then you snap out of it. And you're like, I've oh just eaten god. nine pieces of toast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm just going to the kitchen. All right. Man. <laughs> I thought I could smell taste. Are you going to have jam? Uh, jam? Is it a jam? Oh, just not it's even going to start explaining it. Like, yeah. Just to hear that. Yeah. Oh, what are you picking on top of that? What, what got there? Kevin, Kevin, what you got? <laughs> He's actually gone to the kitchen. <laughs> uh, well, whilst Kevin's bugging us to the kitchen um, to, to get a bit of toast, I think um, now would be a really good opportunity for um, for you to give us a tune, Toby, if that's sure. all right. Um, so, um, yeah. So I'm what, doing one or two. What's the... Well, do one first, and okay. then we'll see how well it goes, and then if we okay. want another one, <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll let you know near the end. <laughs> it might um, depend on what song I'm playing. Isn't it? Yeah, well, what are, you gonna, what are you going to perform for us? What um, are you going to sing for us, Toby? Uh, I'm going to sing... Uh, this is the most recent single that, um, that I released. Uh, it's called Looks Like Summer, um, and it was... Uh, 
Yeah, it's kind of inspired by those that, those sorts of comments about um, climate change where people will say, well, it's it's still warm. Like, what, what are you talking about? Or, or not still warm, that's the wrong way around. It's snowing. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like so that kind of idea that um, oh, I'll look around and everything's fine. So what does it matter? And well, I think it's a problem. Yeah, and I think that doesn't just apply to climate change. Actually, I think you know quite a lot. Um, it, it applies to a lot of different things. Um, you know that um, that are going on at the moment, where you kind of just look around and say, "Well, my friends are all alright. I'm I'm doing fine." Like, yeah. You know, and, no and one that, I know has got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to think it's more applicable than just um, climate change. But um, yeah, so it's uh, this is looks like summer. Give us something for goodness sake Another fruitless day Another foolish embrace If it's all over and nothing Well then we better give them something to remember our names Just cause it looks like summer you're not okay And feigning ignorance can't brush it away But if you're gonna go and claim that everything still works Have the decency at least not to make it worse Chipped away And on the face of it We need a miracle to negate Every thoughtless action Every wound we've made But that doesn't mean that giving it Our best won't be in vain Just cause it looks like summer You're not okay From feigning ignorance Can't brush it away But if you're gonna go and claim That everything still works Have a decency at least to make it worse Oh no We'll take it to the line We'll take it to the
Pedestrian Zero. Thank you ever so much, Toby. That was a lovely, lovely piece. How can people find out more about what you have done? I know you write an awful lot, uh, Toby, and, and what you might have planned. You've got an album, or like, didn't you do like thirty songs in, in a month or something? Um, in a month, <laughs> like you wrote one actually, a day. That was a plan. We didn't do that. Um, oh. We um, we did a song a month. Um, this is with um, Paul, my producer, um, and. Uh, over 25 Kent and Sussex-based musicians, including your good self. Ah. Um, we did a song a month for three years. Um, so that was, th- I can't do math, 36. What was it, a song a month for three, for three years? years. Yeah, um, and then uh, 2019, we kind of uh, kind of took the um, foot off the gas a little bit. We, we did a few in, in, in 2019. Um, and I've done a few. We did, we've done two lockdown songs now. So we did um, Cabin Fever, which was directly inspired by lockdown. <laughs> And then, uh, and this this single that we've uh, released in the last month or so. Um, so yeah, so uh, there's a whole load of stuff, varying genres sometimes as well. Like it's mostly like indie pop, mm. um, indie rock sort of thing. Um, there's a, I really love your tune Oubliette. I Oubliette. don't know if, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, yes, but that's correct. Yeah, and um, that's a that's a banger. Yeah, that was kind of like a funk rock thing yeah. that we did. Um, and uh, my friend Hannah sings vocals on that one. Uh, and we did, we actually that was the first one we actually did a video for. We, and it was one I think it was the last. Of the, th- of the three years of Songs a Month. Oh, really? And that was the first time we did a video. So in three years you eventually got funky? Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, we, did, uh, we did a Samba style one. I suppose oh, okay. it's not funky. Well, um, but yeah, we've, we've done kind of a, a range of different um, things just based on who we've got and what we feel like, really. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I need to tell you something as well. Yeah, sure. If you need to do any more videos, if you want to get any more video recordings done... Mm. Uh, there's a really good studio I know okay. um, called Beach Sound Studios. Okay, cool. And the guy who videos. runs, they do videos. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so, but don't tell Adam because I mean, Adam is a very good, but he's not quite Beach Sound Studios good. Oh, Ed. Oh, Ed. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, um, if you do want any uh, videos done, just um, I'm basically getting you some work, Adam. Is yeah, yeah, right? I'm down. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And they look beautiful. In fact, hang, are you, do, uh, do you do like a video series thing? It's on YouTube. This could be number three. Um, this could be number three. We, we do like certain sessions in my band. Okay. So yeah. We did like a lockdown session. They did a Halloween thing recently. That might be where I recognise the logo from. Like Maybe. I've seen it somewhere on Facebook or something. Possibly, anyway. Yeah. Oh, I've been bandying it around as well. Yeah, That's probably, probably where. Yeah, it's probably yeah. I put it up every other Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like you can find me on all the usual things um, unless, you know, the algorithms are feeling ungenerous. <laughs> But no, um, so if you yeah, search for Pedestrian Zero, it's quite funny actually, if you search for Pedestrian Zero, you get, um, uh, I've got one of those bars, I don't know whether everyone gets them, if I've got one I assume they do, but on Google where it says, um, you know, various different things, and it's got like the weirdest song um, listed top, Oh really? it's called, um, uh, uh, I can't remember what it's called, <laughs> Um but it's such an interesting story, well, Toby. Yeah, I know, I'm doing really well. But it's uh, it's one of the ones that... Um, when did you lose your way? Sorry. Ah. Um, uh, Which we could change to when did you lose your weight. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you always in the back of your pass head. the rights over to us, we'll it's have this it. this pun brain. Yes. I, I need to work on my pun brain. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, but then at the bottom it's got people also search for um, Paul West, who's the guy that oh, produced yeah. the track, and Jack Lewis, who I do the oh, podcast. Oh, OK, cool. But it's got completely the wrong pictures for both of them. Oh, really? <laughs> So they've got close. Yeah, but, but not quite. But not quite in a society. Like Google, hilarious. you need to up your game, mate. Yeah. Come on. What are you? Gosh. But yeah, so I'm on I'm on all the social media as pedestrian zero. So just type in um, pedestrian zero, people yeah. better find you and me they'll and, be able to hear music. Yeah, me and lawnmowers in Google. If you search pedestrian zero with quotes, 
It's me and the lawnmowers for oh. some reason. I've got no idea. Okay. Well, um, uh, anybody who's listening, uh, give that a try and, uh, and, and screen capture and send it in to us so we can see uh, the results that come up. Um, thank you for that lovely performance. Are you you gonna, you, could you do another one for I us near the end? That would be good. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll do another. Um, Sam, so talk about, I mean, Sam, uh, for some people, um, they may not know your name because you're often behind the camera, but tell us a little bit about what, because I, I watched um, Punjab United <laughs> the other day and I also watched your. Uh, there was another piece of yours which I've completely forgotten now. Uh, Punjab United. I mean, I'm 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 a Gravesend boy, so that really uh, resonated um, with me. So, w- what? I mean, I know you had your travel thing lined up. How could people sort of find out more about what you've done? Um, what could they watch of yours? Where could they go to do it? Yeah, I mean, cameras... You've done some pretty cool stuff, right? I know, but cameras just aren't as sexy as guitars and amps, are they? Really? <laughs> um, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I've 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 had a, a lot of fun, um, and you can watch some of that fun um, on <laughs> online. I mean, um, online, yeah. Woo! I mean, it's I've been at the BBC for ten years, but also done stuff outside as well. I mean, some of the docs, like a couple of years ago, did this one called the Lost Commando Raid, and it's just about keeping an open eye and seeing what's around you, really, and especially as those sort of really human, intimate stories with the whole sort of Netflix age uh, becoming really pushed to the forefront. So Lost Commando, for example, is there was a guy I know and he got in touch with me and he he looks after a fort in Dover. He said there's some really strange graffiti on the wall, some names. At this time, this fort was meant to be abandoned and they're all these random army regiments. So he did some more digging. Well, he mainly did the digging. I followed him around with a camera and it turned out that there was one of the first ever commando missions in Dover but it went wrong. Oh, it right. was used as this massive bit of propaganda. Um, but because it ballsed up, they literally scrubbed it from the history books. Wow. Um, but when I made that, I got to go up to the Arctic Circle, which was great. Wow, that's really um, and to find out these places where um, where some of the missions took place. Um, and yeah, Punjab United, you mentioned that. Mm. That's a, a local football team that's in such a great one. Gravesend. Yeah, and we followed them around for a season. And you couldn't have written it, really. They, they, they had this great few seasons building up to this season. Uh, it was a guy called Chippy Cyan from Gravesend, um, British Sikh, who decided to set up his own football club because in the 80s when he was growing up, it, it wasn't seen in his family as a viable dream to have. And there's that word again, viable, mm. to have your own football club. He was sort of put on the track to go into the family sort of construction business. And he always had this dream of being the next uh, Mark Hughes. Uh, and then when he got enough money behind him, he set up his own football club, Punjab United, which brought all the different backgrounds in Gravesend together yeah. um, for football. And when we followed them, they were facing their first ever relegation battle. Wow, yeah. And luckily on the last day of the season, it was literally the one striker we were following who was up and down of his form. He scored the goal that kept them up. <laughs> Is that the guy who themselves. left and then returned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, Will Johnson Cole, yeah. uh, another Gravesend lad. So... Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And that is a really. That, I mean, I, what I loved about that documentary was how it really um, it, it explained the diversity of Gravesend. Like you know, the the amounts of different types of people, and I love the fact that it's just everybody pitching in. Um, yeah, really great, great, really great documentary, mate. Really, really good. And I mean, I know you had your travel series up um, up ahead of you, but what have you got? Anything else? Um, lined up that you can do kind of on lockdown or is it all yeah it's it's just about develop i haven't had time to sort of develop new ideas and get them sort of pitched um so yeah i've just sort of taken the time um to sort of get some new ideas together and, and a new slate and sometimes you don't have the time to really 
sort of see what direction you're going in or where you want to push yourself. So sometimes it's good to have the pause. There's a time for yeah. everything. There's a, a time for being loud. There's a time for being silent. Uh, and maybe this is a bit more of a silent time, but, you know, it's just readjusting. And I think we said on the phone when you phoned me up to, about this podcast, you know, you know, it, it is a period of survival as well and a, and a sort of period of readjustment. Um, but, but that can be a good thing. And, you know, when we go back to gigs, when we go back to theatres and cinemas, it's going to feel good. We're Special. not going to take them for granted, granted anymore. Yeah. And that might herald in a new age of appreciation for the arts and it really needs it. Yeah, definitely. I think you're absolutely right. I think I think once the fear is is over where people are maybe hesitant about leaving their houses, mm. um I think I think I think there will be people who will just be absolutely desperate to get out and will, will want it and the the consumption of, you know, what we do and what we create will be, you know, even even more popular hopefully than it than it has been before. Um Kevin, what have um, what have you got lined up? Anything? Uh, lunch. <laughs> about half an hour. Um, some sort of heavy carb-based right. meal. What about work-wise? I mean, not, I'm not talking about Waitrose here. Um, <laughs> have you got? I mean, because I know you. You. I mean, prior to all of this, that you know, you had your. Is it Titanium? Your show band. You, you, you're doing some stuff yeah. with them. Uh, in fact, I was lucky enough to. Have well, you did a gig, a, didn't you? Recently, we had a Titanium gig um, in September. Right. Um, it's you know socially the, the police turned up. Did which they? Was interesting. Wow. They did, but they turned up. They had a little boogie. They could <laughs> see that everyone was um, being sensible yeah. and were yeah behaving themselves, and they were they were fine. Um, and it finished early enough, but it was just great to be um, uh, back on stage. And it was a stage. They they built a stage for us um, with other people, you know, and not just other people, but friends. I, I sort of miss. Yeah, miss the performing, but the socialising mm. as well. You know, see, especially when you're in a band, and you, because I do a lot of solo stuff as well. But yeah, to be to be back with with you know your friends and um, doing what, what we love to do, that was that was great. So uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to. So, yeah, yeah, you mentioned Titanium, so so that was that. Yeah, yeah. And where would you say at the moment, Kevin, you're at with regard? Because I you mentioned you yo yo. Where where are you in the yo at the moment? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I am. The biggest I've ever been. Are you? We put it that way. Yeah, yeah. This is the heaviest I've ever been. Of of um, just completely. Is that because of lockdown, or do you think that's just because you you're at that Not point really in your because of lockdown. I well, in fact, when I started um, at Waitrose, you know, carrying heavy bags and crates of shopping, and oh, we've lost him. Well, within the first month of being there. Oh, we lost you for a uh, bit there, mate. Can you start again for us? Yeah, yeah. You um, vanished. Starting at, that's okay. Starting, starting at Waitrose. Starting there. at Waitrose. I, um, uh, from carrying heavy bags and heavy crates and up and down uh, flights of stairs, I lost about a stone and a half right. um, within the first month. But that all quite quickly went back on. I was only there for about three months and I um, got an injury. I hurt my shoulder and my back. So I was on light duties and then I've spent uh, about a month off work completely having physio uh, so I, I wasn't there was no exercise and I've just mm. been sort of eating whatever I wanted I just sort of gave up really yeah um you know it's, it's really hard to keep going though when you when you're feeling low for whether it be a physical injury or or anything isn't it it's definitely, that's definitely right. hard to keep well, on that I, I, I always used to make well. yeah it was quite a sudden change for you Kevin wasn't it yeah 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 very very yeah overnight almost oh. um but you're back on it now I'd always uh, do you know what? Since you asked me to take part in this, 
um, and listening to the, I listened to the first podcast. I haven't had a chance to listen to the others, but I listened to the first one. Uh, it gave me a bit of a boost, you know. So I'm sort, of, I'm nearly, I feel like I'm nearly there. Cool. Mentally, I'm That's nearly, good. I'm nearly there mentally. I've got a, I can't really train much. I'm, my knees are, <laughs> my knees are giving out on me. Right. Every like my body's just saying, please do something. So I'm gonna. My plan is to to get the food right. Mm. first you know mm. try and lose a little bit just to take some pressure off my my knees and then i'm i've started back at work but as i sound like duties um for another couple of weeks and i'll be sort of back into it and i've you know fingers crossed i've got to do something i've got a family now like yourself yeah and um yeah i want to be around for well hopefully like uh, you know i really do feel from my experience the whole um the aspect of talking to people about it and and sharing my difficulties, sharing what mm. I was struggling with, and then hearing others, you know, returning that uh, and and sort of agreeing or saying, yeah, well, I do this or I do that exact same thing. Mm. So I think I think it, there's definitely definitely legs in the idea of you know sharing, hundred um, percent sharing it, and and we it, it, I don't think guys the, do it enough. Like, no, and I right. think if they I, do, it tends to be quite shallow and quite like, yeah, yeah, that's me, yeah, but there's no <laughs> yeah. thought behind it, perhaps. Yeah. I always make a joke out of it, and I've done that for years and years and years, and mm. then. Like you know, in all seriousness, it's getting to me now. Yeah, you know, it's it, it, it is, and I, I I've got a problem. I know I've got a problem. I've got a food problem. Yeah. Um, I would. I, I mean, I, I mean, I got to that point where I was like, I've, I've definitely got a bit of a problem here. And the thing that worked for me was actually just going to my doctors and saying, "Look, I've tried oh, okay. a lot of things. I've tried to lose weight before, and I never stick with it." I need help, and I lit. There were the words I used. I need help, mm. um, and they they um, put me in touch with a. It was a, a Kent initiative um, to help. I can't. Remember, I think it was called like Healthy Four Weight or something like that. And as part of that um, that process, I got um, I got counselling. I got a, 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 I could see a nutritionist. Uh, they offered me some um, some fitness classes and stuff, which were they were free. Uh, I was already doing stuff with fitness at, at that point, but the, the counselling was amazing, and the nutritionist was really interesting as well. And it was almost like that re-educating myself yeah. with the whole the whole process. And you said it earlier, Kevin, about like, you got well into the whole nutrition nutrition aspect yeah. of the whole thing. So yeah, well, yeah it was understanding was it was yeah. the. That's the, the thing, the, isn't the it? The key for me, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I think... I've done it before. Someone would say, yeah, do this, do that, or, or you know, eat this, here's a plan. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. But once I understood how it worked, that really gave me a, um, you know, a head start. Yeah. I think it, like, it goes back to what you were saying earlier as well, like being able to um, understand yourself more and having that space to be able to do it. And like for some, like, for some people, I think like lockdown has obviously given that kind of pause on, on everything else. But, yeah. And that's the other thing. That, I think that's the good thing about counselling as well is that it actually gives you an hour a week or, or whenever, like, where actually you're just... You, it's about understanding yourself and, yeah. and actually, get, like... This is how I work. Yeah. Like, this, this is how is, my mind works. These are the your, things... Your trickster. <laughs> yeah. Sam's trickster, you know. Yeah. You, you've all got different words for it. These are the things that actually have, have shaped me. Yeah. But, like, norm, in normal life, you like, even if you've got a free hour, you'll sit down and watch something and... You know, or you'll you know do whatever, or you make yourself busy. You know, mm. various different things. Mm. But actually, having that time to stop, yeah. and you've got a, and you've actually just got to talk about yourself. Yeah, it sounds like the initial reaction sound like, mad. I feel like maybe that's just really selfish or egotistical or vain or whatever. But actually, no, like because you just never do it really. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm always in my head, but I'm never. 
I'm, I, like I'm always in my head, like beating myself up. Like I'm never in my head, just going, you know, why trying to understand yeah. stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Why are you doing this? Why are you thinking this? Yeah. yeah. I heard about something once about uh, there was people offering people a vast amount of money to sit in a room, completely doing nothing for twenty minutes. And it was amazing the data that they got. How many people said no? No way! <laughs> Am I sitting in the room for twenty minutes? I mean, just that nothing? sounds great. We do. We're always <laughs> yeah, busy ourselves or distracting ourselves. And yeah. it's yeah. It, I suppose it's the even when even when you do sit down, like the temptation is oh, I'm sitting down now. Phone out. Yeah, you know, social media, Instagram. Yeah, you know, and you start. Or you even just, read a book. Well, which that, is basically good, but you know. But yeah, but yeah. you you can never just sit and be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's definitely a, a lot to be said for the whole mindfulness aspect of it, isn't there? There's, mm. there's a lot to be said for it. Um, so what I'd be curious to know was if you had any words of wisdom, and I'm, I'm going to sort of go around all three of you now. Um, don't stress about it, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> but like there are, we've had a lot of, um, we've had a lot of messages uh, since we've started the podcast from people saying, you know, this is exactly the sort of thing I needed to hear. This is really, and I'm, I'm really... Um, Really pleased to hear, Kevin, by the way, that, you know, it's helped to sort of perhaps realign and put you back on the, the wagon, dare we, not the wagon wheel, but the wagon. Um, <laughs> yeah, but definitely for me, just doing it has helped me to retain my focus far more. And just before I came uh, to the studio today, I stopped to buy some bits for lunch later. And I was at that point where I was like, well, I could choose the chocolate digestives <laughs> or I could choose the apple and there was because of i'm being a bit tired i'm 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 maybe i'm at that phase this week i don't know but the the chocolate digestives looked amazing and then one of the one of the things that stopped me from doing it was like well i can't be hypocritical i can't be sitting talking about you know the the positives and sort of thinking positively and you know using your mind to sort of overpower the will and the want of the chocolate hobnobs and digestives (laughs) uh, and you know and then just buy a pack and eat it (laughs) so it definitely is helping me even um from from that perspective but I like how you got up on the mic when you were saying chocolate. chocolate well, I'm, I'm basically trying. I'm auditioning for an M&S advert. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody listening, uh, voiceover artist, these Hobnobs. are no these are no ordinary chocolate hobnobs. <laughs> They're fattening. <laughs> oh, but they are good. I like the Peter K comment about the mar- They're the Marines of Dunkers, aren't they? <laughs> you, you can just dunk hobnobs for uh, for the oh, whole it's day. So, it's so, oh, just probably unhelpful, but it's those ones with a layer of caramel under the oh. chocolate. Holy We've done cow. it a lot. Do I don't know. know. Were we recording it when Kevin just buggered off to the kitchen to go and get something? We were. Okay, cool. So, yeah, it's, it's all happening. Sorry, not helpful, but... Well, yeah, those listen, ones, yeah. It's, it's okay to eat, and it is okay to have these treats in yeah, moderation. absolutely. Well, I think that's the should. good thing about the swimming world. Yeah. It's actually like, if you just cut out everything that's bad, bad. you're going to have an absolute Cold shocker. turkey, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, Michelle, um, M- Michelle Harriet was w- one of our guests from episode three. Um, I do like l- like moving to the mic when, when you're talking about podcast. You did it earlier when you said three. podcast. <laughs> she um, she reminded me of the fact she she and I go to the same Slim and Well group. Mm. Um, and I should at this point we're not affiliated. The, the wedding thing is not affiliated with the Slimming World, or we're not medical. We're not trained in any way, shape, or form other than we just we're just chatting. Um, but she reminded me that it's the lifestyle change. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's how they sell it, and it is totally that you know i know now i have in my head if i have to go into a shop before my go-to would have definitely been oh i could reasonably buy this chocolate packet of chocolate digestives and yeah. i could eat them yeah, yeah. and i would probably consume the lot yeah um 
but now I kind of have my go-tos, you know, and I know that I should go here first and try yeah. and avoid that aisle if possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that was right at the beginning. Avoid the aisle at all cost. You know, don't even go down it. Um, but now I'm, I'm learning that I can walk down this aisle and I am able not to pick up the, you know, the terrible... Th- yeah. well, not terrible things, are they? But, you know... <laughs> but I don't know with you. I find it there's like a gauge. I, I never find that I go from bad to good saint to sinner like that mm. no i you could all of a sudden and it's just being aware of that gauge i think all of a sudden you know you could walk down that aisle but you might that might be the day where you convince yourself oh i will get that and you yeah. will have yeah. and, and then, then it builds on it doesn't yeah because you think it, well i had yeah. it yesterday and, and it, i used to always do a weird i'd go right down start going up on the yo-yo and then i'd go and do some sort of crash diet mm. on the other end mm. and then i'd go holier than thou for about six weeks and then all of a sudden, you know, I couldn't eat as much as I used to eat after being holier than thou. But I'd notice all of a sudden it would keep creeping back that way, creeping back that well, it's way. It's the habit, isn't it? Way. Yeah. It's the habit. It is. Yeah. It's really weird. And it, it's knowing how to sort of, you know, plug it's those It's those holes. little quick wins. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. The quick wins, knowing the things that you can... It's knowing the things within the shops that I like, that are tasty, that are likely to give me that hit that I want. Yeah, apples for me has been a real, like, I'll eat... I could eat six apples... And that would probably, you get the crunch, you get the sweet. That's not necessarily healthy, but uh, it certainly prevents me from buying chocolate and, yeah. a, and a big old bag of crisps. And it's, and it's got more of that fibre in Yeah, the, like, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, Slimming World has been great. This has been the only time that I have ever um, consistently stuck at something. And, you know, you can ask my, my parents, you can ask my family, my wife. You know, this has been the only time where uh, the process has been long you know and i'm able to sustain it and i'm really proud about that again that's not something i ever would have acknowledged before that i'm proud of what i've achieved um and i'm learning learning the fact that along the way there will be blips there'll be moments where maybe i again for no apparent reason there might be times when i gain because i had you know a whole packet of hobnobs or you know i've just (laughs) had had one of those weeks and it's 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 kind of uh, tutoring myself as I go along. And that's yeah. why the conversations I have with the multitude of people that I'm so grateful to that support me, and this is, you know, some support for me as well, yeah. and definitely opening up that agora of public space speaking about it. Um, you know, the people who I train with, they know they know when I'm not telling the truth about something. They, 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 they just sort of get me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just can't. I can't stress how how good it's been for me to talk, and I know that Richie and the you know first um, first podcast was saying exactly the same. And I think there seems to be a running theme. Yeah, being able to actually yeah. chat we, about it. Like for me, it was just like um, actually realizing, like looking at and realizing how much calories were in things that I yeah. would just eat. Like, and then you know, because I just uh, I think a lot of this you're not really taught. That's the problem. Yeah, like and and. Especially when you're younger, it's a lot easier because you're a lot, that much more active or whatever. And again, well, think you get about a sudden kids. change of like, you know, you get a job and you're sedentary yeah. essentially for. You but know. like, think about like as children, as kids, we're we're conditioned that well, if you do that, you'll get a treat. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that treat will often be maybe a packet of Haribo. Oh, it's not the most, it's not the worst thing in the world. No, no. But, you but you, your relationship with food starts at with that, that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying ban all treats. You no, know, no, that, no, and, not and, at all. and you know, maybe uh, that's definitely not the answer. <laughs> but um, but I think it's as, as much as anything, it's t- like teaching. Um, nutrition yeah teaching nutrition and yeah. teaching like because you just don't like I, the one that blew my mind actually as much, as recently as this year was butter <laughs> like i'm loving butter spreading out on my toast you know yeah and i was looking i was like oh 
crap. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Well, of course, it's, it's okay, because it melts. It sinks <laughs> yeah. into the bread, so it's absolutely fine. Yeah, and I was just, you know, so... You <laughs> Disappears. Know, again, like, you know... Um, more butter. Yeah, yeah. And just <laughs> start... Just, butter, trying to, yeah. you know, just trying to cut... Like, even just trying to get used to just toasting Marmite without butter, um, which isn't as good, I'm not going to lie. Well, but, and you've put Marmite on it. Is, is Marmite bad? Oh, oh you don't like Marmite? No. <laughs> I, th- I was just thinking calorie... calorie I don't calorie. care. It's just wrong. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, there you go. You're, I mean, you're Maybe proving, that's the new diet. You're that's the way to lose weight, isn't it? Yeah. Tom Knight's Marmite diet. <laughs> Eat nothing. Marmite, I don't think. Oh, no, I love Marmite. I'm a sucker for Marmite. Totally. Uh, well, let's have a vote in the I'm, studio. I'm not affiliated to Marmite in any way. No, but you would be happily. I mean, if they sent me a pallet now, I've said this. <laughs> That'd be amazing. And likewise, if they you've decided to turn around and sponsor our show, then um, I, I mean, I suppose I could come to terms with that somehow. I other, don't know. Other yeast-based spreads are available. No, they really shouldn't be, though, should they? <laughs> Let's be quite honest about it. Uh, Sam, are you a marmite person? Yeah, I love marmite. Oh, God, yeah. Kevin. Um, I'd eat it. I probably haven't had it for about fifteen. They years. do okay. marmite hummus I, I, now. They also I do marmite hummus. links. Really? What? I'm sure I saw this uh, in uh, in the supermarket yesterday. I'm sure that, uh, you know, Lynx Africa. Yeah. That's why I wear. Um, I'm sure, maybe we could Google it and we'll, we'll take, <laughs> I'm sure there is Lynx Africa with Marmite. I saw it in Sainsbury's yesterday. Oh, I think I, you're right. I, I think I'm right. I'm Can sure. you Google it whilst you're there, Kevin, and, and see? Adam, like Adam's going to Google on, it. Uh, what's his name? On Joe Rogan. I'm, podcast, a, I'm a bit annoyed because I they've started doing um, Marmite peanut butter uh-huh. and I, about yes. two or three years ago I um, I was um, again I was going on I, you know I go back and forth with this it, it does exist holy cow it does You're exist right. Lynx Africa and Marmite for all the lovers <laughs> and shower gel and shower why would you do that I wonder if the balances Africa are quite I wonder if it's just like a small quite a small amount well, <laughs> that's in there I mean frankly why would you bother yeah but I, um, no, I, like I, um, wow. I go through phases, you know, as we've been talking about, and you know, I was, uh, um, had a personal trainer and stuff, and I was like looking at things and going, oh, jam's got too much, you know, too much useless sugar in it. So, but I wanted to have my peanut butter and jam in the morning, so I was like, oh, what if I try marmite instead? And so I did peanut butter and marmite. And I was like, oh, this is brilliant. A oh. bit, a bit cloying. Not gonna lie, mm. especially because I wasn't putting butter on it. <laughs> like, yeah, claggy. Um, uh, I must have known about butter before. I've relearned it this year. Marmite Guinness, I've found. Marmite Guinness. But yeah, no, they started selling it, and I could have... I I discovered this years ago. You could have been the one. I could have been the one. Should have patented it. Yeah, (laughs) should have. Well, I'm not sure I could patent patent Marmite. Anyway, sorry. The combination. Complete digression, I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, that's all right. We did start by talking about Lynx Africa with Marmite, (laughs) and it's only right that we should get to something edible after that, I suppose. (laughs) Um, so, let, I mean, we're going to wrap things up very soon. And, and Toby, if you're okay, we're going to have another song from you just to finish off. But uh, are there any words of wisdom, Kevin? We'll start with you because you're virtual. Are there any? I mean, there Ooh. are bound to be people uh, like us, um, handsome, um, and who are likely to be struggling in some form or fashion, uh, whether it be with weight, whether it be with whatever. What words of wisdom would you would you offer to them, Kevin? Uh, health. It's not about the weight you lose. It's about the life you gain. Nice. Have you just Googled that? I have, yes. Ah, that was very, very nice. Inspirational. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. I, that, was, that came, um, the, the lady who runs our Slimming World thing, she said about, you know, don't worry about the weight, just it's how you feel. Um, and she's, yeah, she hit the nail on the head for me at that, on, on that particular week because I was really stressing about standing on the scales and seeing the weight go up. Um, but, Actually, I'd I'd known that I'd had a really good week, but for some reason was still stressing about the the potential weight gain. 
and I did gain weight, but I'd had a really good week with my fitness. I'd had a really good week with exercise, and yeah, I think it's just in your head, isn't it? What, what, what about you, Sam? What, what would you? Well, I think my words of wisdom probably, you know, bring me close to the mic, like what you're doing. Like, do <laughs> don't be afraid of failure. Get closer. But don't be afraid of there failure. You go. <laughs> but I went down a YouTube rabbit hole recently, and I found something called the Super Mario effect, and I think it really applies to this. It's when we were growing up as. 90s kids and you're playing Super Mario and you went to sort of talk about it with your friends you never went oh yeah fell down this hole 10 times you know or I get hit by a spinning turtle shell seven times you went no I got up to level 23 or something like that it was the the failures the little things that set you back they were all part of the process they Mm. weren't where you were going so it's all right to screw up because at the end of the day you're human you're not a superhero yeah that's really cool yeah absolutely and Toby, just finishing up with you, mate. Um, we, like, our family motto um, is uh, be brave and kind. Um, so I think I'm going to go with that one. Uh, and it, it's interesting. Um, when you know, there was you always told love others as yourself. Um, and actually, a lot of people hate themselves, <laughs> like which is not helpful at all. Um, so, like, yeah, with that kind of be brave and kind, I think also just you know be brave and kind with yourself as well. Like mm. you know. Um, so, I think it takes effort to do that, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's easy to be self-critical. Yeah, it's very mm. easy. That just comes naturally. Yeah, yeah. You know. And, yeah. So I think. Yeah. And, and I also think if we, if we were fully and truly happy with ourselves, mm. we would never seek to improve ourselves as well. Yeah. You know, if we were satisfied, we wouldn't be, you know, pursuing yeah. the next goal. But, but again, it kind of encompasses that. You know, like not focusing on the failure you know like if you're being kind with people like you, you know you're trying to build them up and uh, you know i think yeah just building yourself up mm. and you know yeah i think um yeah and but yeah also you know i guess being brave enough to be honest as well with yourself like um you know going back to um doing counseling and stuff like that actually trying to taking time to try and understand yourself because it, it it's not actually as selfish as it appears because it it enables you to to take that out and that's that love others as yourself like yeah. if you're able to you know if you're able to understand yourself then actually you can That'll you'll, be, you'll be more helpful yeah. to the people around you yeah, um, than if you don't and, and if you're kind of you know hating yourself or you know just judging yourself and all that sort of stuff well, you're just you, putting it through the motions aren't you if you're doing yeah. it to yourself you're not going to be true yeah. truly trying to help others necessarily. And, you'll, and you'll be more likely to you'll be more likely to project and, and, and put mm. those things onto other people I think as yeah. well so like yeah I think it's yeah just understanding um, and, and being you know being gentle with yourself and, and with others I think yeah cool oh, listen it's been absolutely fascinating having uh, obviously Sam and Toby are in the studio with us and Kevin thank you ever so much for joining us um, remotely on Clean Feeds today um, really really appreciate that um, and, and, and um, we're going to finish up now with uh, another song uh, from Toby Um you can don't forget you can you know we would love for you to get in touch with us at the wedding thinners you can uh, you can go on our instagram which is the wedding thinners you can talk to us on facebook at the wedding thinners um and i should echo again we're not experts in any of this we're just chatting uh, and you know i think it's really important and i think from the conversations i'm hearing from you guys you do you agree it's just so important to chat and it definitely definitely helps to do so mm. um so yeah toby it would be cool to have another song from you um, what what are you going to perform for us now um, as, as I was saying earlier, I've got this uh, podcast this evening with Ruse Radio, so I'm going to sing a Ruse Radio song um, that's called uh, Clouded, cool. which um, we, we put out on the album a while ago. It's one that was the first single we released as well. So. Great, okay. And it's a song about being uh, lost at sea. All right. <laughs> which is kind of probably how we feel sometimes, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was, uh, it was only ever, um, I've never been lost at sea, I would like to. 
Um, so you're saying you have no actual experience of being lost no, at sea? No, I haven't really. How can so you write a song? Yeah, about? you might. Well, exactly. Uh, well, you'll have to. You know, you'll have to. Have to tell listen me to the song. If it's a, <laughs> if it's a. I couldn't find my way to poppies once. On the way. <laughs> Oh. And, th- and they sell fish, so it, yeah, it all it ties is, in. It does tie in very nicely. All right, well, this is uh, Clouded yes. by uh, Ruse Radio, yeah. performed by Toby Hawkins or Pedestrian Zero. Used to be I could see to the horizon The path clear as I steer A course to the sun but I the fog rolls in I was flying along on a warm summer's day Not a sight to be had now As I limp away Squinting for landmarks to show Now that I come to my dark reverie Let down by the urge to try and drown everything With deepest waters flooding in I was sailing along on a calm open sea Till the mists came Anyone's guess as to which way this home is clouded. I can't see clearly, and I know that I'm missing a trick, but it's all I can do to keep hope alive and draw breath while I watch the in on me Hey Hey Clearest blue turns to grey and then fades out to black All alone in the ocean I want to come back Could you find me and point me to refuge and home It's cloudy Still lost at sea I need to come back Could you find me and pull me To rest and to home It's clouded It's clouded I'm clouded Yes! There we have it, ladies and gents. Pedestrian Zero, to- Toby Hawkins, whoever you are this moment <laughs> in time. Clouded. Thank you ever so much. Um, we're going to wrap things up today, so can I just say a massive thank you once more to Kevin Hill Jr. Say bye, Kevin.
Bye, Kevin. There he goes. <laughs> uh, Sam Supple, thank you ever so much for joining us today. It's been amazing to see you again, mate. We realised we hadn't... How many years ago did we see each other last? Oh, I think it was 2011. 2011, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Many, Lord. many years ago. But yeah, thank you so much for coming in and sharing. And it would be great to get you uh, back in the yeah, studio at some point. And, and obviously, please do keep us posted with anything you're doing that's exciting. Uh, feel free to share it. You know, we'll happily uh, we'll happily support all of the guys thank that come you. in. And Toby, thank you so much for coming thank out much. and performing for us as well. Um, that's it from us. Uh, don't forget, you can check us out on Instagram, The Wedding Thin. Uh, we're also on Facebook as well we would love to hear from you uh, apparently when I was checking out the statistics the other day we were heard in Australia uh, six or seven people were listening in Australia I don't know if that was Jack that, yeah, may, yeah, maybe. maybe Jack so uh, get Jack to tell the world uh, and if you are listening and you think that uh, there's somebody you think would be really cool to come on board and have a chat with us we're all ears we really would love to speak to as many people as we can so do get in touch uh, do stay safe and thanks very much see ya bye Woo! yes yes it's done <laughs> Wedding Thinners Podcast Listen to our podcast The buffet's closed We're smaller clothes